Welcome back to That Park Life Podcast. We have lots to cover today. We're well into the 50th anniversary celebration. I'm your co-host, Beth, hanging out with my boy. My boy? My boy? And, uh, your, your boy, Greg. 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 What's going on, Greg? Not, listen, a whole lot of stuff. whole lot and of stuff. And that's pretty much what, we, what we're here to talk about today, because so much has changed and also stayed the same, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense, because, yeah. you know, post-pandemic... There are certain aspects of the parks that either didn't reopen or are still currently not open. And we figured, why not go through all of that and talk about what's currently happening, what's new in Disney World for the fall of 2021. Yeah, we've been in quite the transition uh, this year just because it's like everything opened back up. So we were like, this is cool. All these things are happening. And then it'd be like 10 days later, it's changed. So we feel like we're in a good Mm -hmm. kind of place now where we can sort of talk about, okay, here's like things that have changed. Here's some things that are here to stay. Here's some things that are coming back. Um, so we wanted to cover all that. Obviously they announced that Disney genie is going to be launching. So we wanted to give you guys a rundown of what that all looks like. So we're going to do that first before we kind of get into our details, but, um, but yeah, lots to chat about. I have the most important question of the day for you, Beth. Are you ready? Have you seen the Muppets Haunted Mansion special on Disney+. Plus. I haven't seen it yet, and I'm waiting because Doug and I are going to have to watch that together, and our schedules have just been kind of <sighs> off. So, like, he um, he had to okay. work last night, and then we've got friends coming over tonight, so we haven't watched yet. I may try and, I may try and beg them to be like, hey, because normally we – so we have some friends that we kind of have this little club with. We get together, and we watch movies, and it's called, like, What the Crap Is This? Like, it's basically <laughs> terrible movies, and we each, like, pick one as every time. And then typically when Halloween okay. time comes – it's like a scary movie, but it's like a stupid scary movie. So, but I may be like, okay. guys, we need to pause tonight because Muppets Haunted Mansion. I feel like it's going to be hilarious. Did you watch it? I watched it with Nicole okay. yesterday and I don't, you know, I don't want to overhype it for you. We loved yeah. it. We thought it was okay, excellent. Good. It Did is you laugh a lot? I laughed a lot, but to me, the, okay. the jokes weren't as cool as the integration of the attraction into the, into the special. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's, All right. it I'm was very excited about it. A plus. There's just been so much stuff that we like needed to watch and we need to catch up on. And honestly, I spent like all day yesterday because my sister-in-law started watching Vampire Diaries. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I kind of stopped that in season seven. And so I finished up season seven. I'm a couple episodes into season eight. I was like, I just need to finish the show for my own like personal like, OK, I've done. I've watched all of them. Um, so that's what I did yesterday. But it's definitely on the list for okay. sure. Um, also, before we get into all of our things. Um, I did want to give a shout out to Christy of mermaids and movie magic because she is sending me um, a poster from the 50th celebration. I cannot be like, cannot thank you enough for that. I'm so excited about it. Can't wait to see it. Cause it's gorgeous. I'm probably going to frame it and hang it in my room. Cause I think it'll actually go. Um, but yes, I know tried to watch stories for people who were there for the 50th celebration. I'm so thankful for people that took time to actually like post. Cause I know that just kind of mm. takes away right when you're like posting things. Oh yeah. Um, I was, following very closely to the mouselets account because they were um they were like on it posting a lot of things especially those that got there like six in the morning was insane looking um but yeah super excited about that i can't wait and we'll post a picture i'll post a picture of it when i get it so look at you having friends in high places (sighs) i know i'm getting some disney magic in the mail i'm getting what what do we call it magic mail i'm getting magic mail it's been a really long time since i've gotten magic mail (laughs) so um a little bit of housekeeping. We did select our winner for the 50th anniversary pin. Congratulations, Kate. Woo! At this point, she saw her, uh, her tagging in our story that she is the winner. And with that, I would like to announce a new 50th anniversary inspired giveaway. This one will be more of like a, a prize pack. There'll be some mm. Walt Disney World 50th anniversary swag in there. There'll be a magnet, some buttons, a keychain, and a few other small things uh look for a couple of pictures of that on our instagram account at that park live podcast and the rules for entry are the same as they were for the 50th pin Mm -hmm. you can share the image for this particular episode the post that we do on instagram for this episode to your story and tag us so we see it and that will be your Mm -hmm. official entry for this little 50th anniversary prize pack yes i mean i'm probably gonna enter with my fake account but i'm not gonna tell you what the fake account is okay on your finsta (laughs) (laughs) and i know last week we talked quite a bit about enchantment and harmonious and i just want a a quick update from my perspective because i saw disney enchantment in person in real life in 3d so to speak 
um, this week in Magic Kingdom. And I'm not going to really go into my opinion too much. What I will tell you is that you owe it to yourself to see it in person. So I will challenge you if you watched it online and you thought it was meh or underwhelming, (laughs) I say, please go see it in person, listen to the message of the show and enjoy the fireworks for what they are. And what they are Mm -hmm. is a great fireworks display put to some Disney music that you know and you love. I will say that. Would you at least, uh, will you at least give us your rating? Like one out of 10, uh, one through 10. Like what's your rating? Eight. I would give it an eight. Okay. If okay. Happily what would you give happily ever after? Oh, that's like a 10. I'm not too excited. Okay. I want to say a 20, but I want to give the kind of be serious. I here. mean, that's a for 10. me, it goes yeah. to 11, but it's fine. Yes. <laughs> I do remember. And Nicole and I were talking about this. She would probably give it a lower rating than I did. But I remember when happily ever after came out, we looked at each other. We're like, this is not good. Where like we didn't see the story, really? we didn't like it. Well, yeah, Ugh. and it took it took some time to get used to it. So I thought to okay. myself, okay, I saw I saw Enchantment in person. I feel like I have to over enunciate Enchant Enchantment, enchantment. so I don't mispronounce it. Like you, I, I keep really, going to I went and saw that Enchantment. I saw Enchantment. Enchantment. So Enchantment. Uh, I I would say the only point of criticism I could come up with that's not dramatic that I think is like I just don't understand why they didn't do it is that a lot of the music that they chose for the show was the instrumental version. There are some lyrics in there, Mm -hmm. but a lot of the songs, they don't put the lyrics in it, so you can't sing along to it. And it's frustrating to me because when I listen now to like Happily Ever After or Wishes or Old School Illuminations Mm -hmm. and even Epcot Forever, there are songs to sing with it. So like you can kind of like get into it. It was tough for me watching it because like you people around me weren't singing because you couldn't sing to it. You know what I mean? There are some songs, you'll hear it when you see it, but yeah. Not enough. And obviously, it's lacking that whole history, right? The whole history vibe. It's like there is no history. I sent Greg. I don't. Um, I sent Greg a TikTok. You may have seen oh, yeah. it, but it's basically like what it should like. What this person did a TikTok of like what it should have been. <laughs> so they kind of took some of enchantment, enchantment, um, and did like added some Walt Disney things to it. And I'm like, yes. Like, why didn't we do this? This is yes. really good. And you probably know what I'm talking about if you've seen it, but. Just kind of that lacking the, like, this is supposed to be for the 50th. There is no, like, celebration of the history. That's why I'm like, Mm. it seemed more of an inclusion type show. But I do agree. Like, you obviously need to see it in person. I haven't seen it yet in person. I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a try. Um, Because Happily Ever After, I, same thing. I saw Happily Ever After online first before we saw it in person. But I loved it from the get-go. So that's why we'll see what happens when I see it in person. Which hopefully will be in November, but we'll see. Hopefully. (laughs) And a little tip Hopefully. for you. So this is this is less opinion, more like, hey, if you want to watch Disney Enchantment um, and you don't want to line up two hours ahead of time, which is what guests are doing. It was the mm-hmm. night we went, the show was at eight and people were lining up at six o'clock out there on the hub. Yeah. It's not my style. I want you to enjoy it. If that's what you want to do, go for it. If you don't want to do that, just know that we we stood, we took our post 20 minutes prior and had a great spot for it. So it's still okay. possible Where'd to get you your last stand? minute things. This is, this is what happened. So... You have to, you kind of have to linger a little bit, but we were lingering just outside the ice cream parlor. We weren't blocking any walkways. Please respect the cast members that are working there that tell you to keep moving. We we stood off to the side, kind of like there's like that brick wall when you pass the entrance. It's just a short brick wall when you pass the Mm -hmm. entrance to the plaza um, before you get to the Tomorrowland Terrace where you can kind of sit on. That's where we were sitting. It's like stroller parking just outside the windows of the plaza restaurant. We were kind of hanging out there, but they, um, they leave open spots of Main Street for traffic and then as you get closer they start to fill those in so people jam into Mm. the taped off um sections and then you kind of have to keep your ear out for when they allow you to fill the middle aisle so to speak so i missed that to be honest because we were talking but what happens is people like shuffle throughout so by the time you're 20 minutes out the perimeter of main street is packed but if you just don't push, but if you politely say, excuse me, to get into the center, there's plenty of room. It's the most bizarre thing. People, like, don't yeah. want to push through the wall of people, so they, like, line up on the yeah. edge of Main Street. But all you have to do is just say, excuse me, and we had more than enough room in the middle of Main Street. Bizarre, right? So we were cool. just outside. Yeah. We were in Main Street. To the right was, like, the Starbucks entrance, and to the left was, like, you know, like, the second-to-last exit of the Emporium before it was officially Casey. So I thought it was a okay. beautiful spot because we're – not all the way down Main Street, but just far enough like down Main halfway. Street to get... Yeah. It was like within the first third of Main Street, if that makes sense. Yeah. And what's nice about it is you're not far from the castle, but you're also in Main Street to get the new uh, projections that go down Main Street. So we got a little bit of that mm-hmm. immersion while not being too far from the castle. I feel like for a 
20 minutes prior to show spot, I thought it was excellent. Great place to be. So kind of kind of do that if I could recommend one thing. A little different if you're traveling with strollers or large groups of people. Of course, this was just me and Nicole. So I would say groups of like five or less, you could probably get away with the scenario I'm describing. Yeah. All right. So two big things. One, we'll talk about all things that are new or returning or kind of like what's different about Walt Disney World in fall of this year. Kind of give a seasonal update. And the second big ticket item is, of course, Disney announced more information about Disney Genie, Disney Genie Plus, and the individual Lightning Lane purchases that will be available starting October 19th. Uh October 19th. What, what, yes. what day of the week is if, that? I'm just trying to remember. That's like a Tuesday. Weird. It's a Tuesday. And heads up, if you're if you're a patron of ours over on Patreon, you actually kind of knew this was coming. I, I did I did mm -hmm. kind of break it there a couple of weeks ago, the general date of when this was starting, because it really shouldn't be public knowledge, but you had a little bit of a heads up there. Um, <laughs> hashtag cheap plug. So um, Disney announced it's <laughs> happening o October 19th, and we figured let's kind of jump into a little bit. We had that whole episode where we digested it, dissected it, um, when Disney first announced what Disney Genie, Disney Genie Plus was. So we have, hopefully mm -hmm. we're all caught up there on that same base level of knowledge. We'll do a little bit of recap there. But the um, My Disney Experience app is incorporating Disney Genie, so it's not a separate app. It's all there within My Disney Experience. And the Disney Genie service is free. That is complimentary. There is That's not a paid-for service, but it does offer right. two paid options. The first paid is Disney Genie Plus. That allows you all-day use of the Lightning Lanes on select rides. And the, the list of rides is actually like pretty long. It's the same. It's basically the same rides yeah. you used to use a FastPass Plus for back when you could yes. book it 60 days out and whatever. So Disney Genie Plus is $15 per day per person. So a family of four, for example, would be 60 bucks. It's an add-on mm -hmm. to your ticket. So when you purchase a ticket starting on October 19th, you should be able to add it on after the fact or include it when you're purchasing your ticket. And they did say officially it is available for annual pass holders as well. Whereas in the beginning, they didn't really give a lot of information. Did you have to be a mm -hmm. you know, resort guest with a direct Disney ticket or a day ticket, so to speak? But no, right. you are able to buy. It sounds like you're able to purchase individual days on your annual pass ticket because you can, you yeah. know, you don't have to, it sounds like you don't have to book it for every day for your whole vacation, which is great. You know, like if you want to get a park hopper ticket, it's either all days or no days. This sounds like you can yeah. just pick yeah. the day that you want to have it, which I think is great. If you have like a day yeah, where you want to just jam it pick, out. Yeah. Pick whatever park you want to do it in. Cause I mean, like for us, you know, there's probably a certain park that we're like, ah, oh, we won't need to do it for that park, but there's other parks that we will do it for. So, and we're going to go through yes. the list. So don't, you're probably like, okay, well, what are the things? So we're going to go through the yes. list for you too. Yeah. But um, as far as like the free stuff, like the free stuff is mainly planning. That's what I've gotten, right? It's more of like the plan your day out and it kind of maps things out. You can kind of put your favorites in, stuff like that. That's more of like on the free side because I'm sure a lot of people are like, well, then what's for free? But yes, I like to think of the free part of Disney Genie as Google Maps where it'll give you real-time updates about where traffic is and reroute you. So you can have Disney yeah. Genie plan your day, give you an itinerary based on some input that you give it, but it'll let you know if a ride time that you were planning on doing later in the day is lower than average now, and it will recommend, according to the Disney paperwork, that um, you'll do that attraction now instead of later. And I think that's cool. The idea yeah. that it'll be like an assistant for you throughout the day, that's an interesting park tool that I'm curious right. to use in a couple of weeks here. Yeah. So that's the free thing. And then the $15 per day per person, this is the add-on to your ticket. Um, so this is where you can select the rides that we talked about. You can do them at 7 a.m. in the morning. Once you've redeemed or your arrival, arrival window has passed for that, then you can select another one. So you can't book like normally how we would book three in advance. Yep. With fast passes, this is like a one at a time, correct? Yes, one at a time. You select yep. it, you go on it, or your arrival time comes and goes in for some reason. You didn't get on it. You can book another one. And it's kind of like Fast Pass Roulette, but it's like more of a, you should be able to get the rides that you want for yes. that. So And you and can then, select from a different park. So if you're leaving Magic Kingdom mm -hmm. and you're park hopping after whatever the time is, one or two o'clock, um, and you're on your way out, you can select an attraction for a different park. You don't have to. Yeah, just, obviously, so, your ticket has to be a park hopper ticket. That still has to right. stay the same. But Disney Genie Plus, 
the $15 per day works in all four parks. Yeah, that's that's, that's actually definitely a good thing because I'm sure that's a question people had was like, yep. well, does if I go to a different park, do I have to repurchase that? No, it's for the whole day for all resorts if you have a park hopper, obviously. Yep. Yes. Um, do you want to talk about the individual lightning, lightning lane purchases? Yeah. So, and we'll talk about the attractions that are included in each of these categories. So the Disney Genie Plus is a list of rides. You select one, go on it, select another, repeat until your heart's content or the parks close. The other option is the, the a la carte version where you can purchase individual lightning lane accesses mm -hmm. for up to two rides in each park. So each park has two attractions that you can purchase it yeah. for. You can do one or two or none. You don't have to do any. Right. And like it says up to two, but it's like they're only offering two. So it's correct. not like there's a long list. And we'll go, we'll tell you the list. You'll see what we're talking about. But I was like, oh, each park only has two to even choose from. So it's like you either do yes. one or both if you want. Correct. Yes. So if you're a resort guest, you can make your first selection at 7 a.m. If you're not a resort guest, meaning you're not staying at a Disney-owned and operated resort or the Swan of the Dolphin, um, you're considered an, an other guest in this category, and you can make your first selection at the time of park open. So on a day when Magic Kingdom opens at, let's say, 8 o'clock in the morning, if you're staying at a resort, you can wake mm -hmm. up at 7, make your first selection then for your individual Lightning Lane purchases, or if you're not staying at a Disney resort, you do it as the park mm -hmm. is open. You don't have to be in the park, but you do it at the time of park open. Right. And obviously uh, the workaround would be if you're staying on resort, typically you get to get in the park 30 minutes early. So it's like mm -hmm. you could just kind of rope drop that if you wanted to, to get around having to purchase that. But if it's something you want to do later in the day, then you have the option to purchase it, if that makes yes. sense. So And now everyone wants to know the pricing. So they came mm -hmm. out with a few examples of pricing. They didn't exactly say, you know, this is what the price is going to be for each of these two rides in each of the four parks for the individual Lightning Lane purchases. But they did say the pricing depends on the attraction and the day. And as we go through each of the parks and which ride is in which category, we'll tell you if they gave an example price, we'll tell you. I will say it's not mm -hmm. outrageous. Granted, I know that this concept of yeah. paying for attractions <laughs> is new. The concept but is outrageous, but... The concept might be outrageous in your mind, but I will say that the pricing is like kind of funny. I'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. It's weird. So let's, do, okay, yeah. let's do Magic Kingdom. So the individual Lightning Lane attractions for Magic Kingdom are these two attractions. Seven Us My Train is one, <laughs> which I feel like we kind of saw coming, right? And I yes. thought for sure the second one would be Peter Pan or maybe like Splash right. Mountain for right now because it's... Yeah. on its way out kind of and people are like looking to do it in its classic form mm -hmm. but the two attractions are seven dwarfs mine train and space mountain space mountain. that is the other one correct which i means mean i don't blame them because space mountain's amazing but it is it's not something i'm not going to pay for it like i mean no. it's my favorite ride of all time but i'm not going to pay for it not going to so. do it so that means these two attractions are not in the list for the disney genie plus mm -hmm. these are they're exclusive right. to the lightning lane a la carte so to speak and then the Disney Genie Plus Lightning Lane selections are a bunch of attractions. Okay, so for the Disney Genie Plus Lightning Lane selections, so this is going to be included with your $15 per day. I'm going to go down the list real quick. For Magic Kingdom, Big Thunder Mountain, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, Dumbo, Haunted Mansion, Small World, Jungle Cruise, Mad Tea Party, Mickey's Fill Our Magic, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, Peter Pan's Flight, Pirates of the Caribbean, Splash Mountain, The Barnstormer, The Magic Carpets of Aladdin, the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Tomorrowland Speedway, and Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid. So to me, for me, Magic Kingdom, that'd probably be worth it for the $15 a day. I'm mm. probably not going to pay for the extras for Seven Dwarfs in Space. Those are just things that yes. I'm going to stick with my tips of rope drop or end of the day. <laughs> yes. Yeah, if you can make it in as a resort guest 30 minutes early, just run your little butt over to Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Mm. If you want to max out, like if you want to have a full day, I would run to Mine Train, do that, and then pay the $15 yeah. per person, depending on the size of your party and your budget. But I'm saying if you're looking to like splurge, mm -hmm. this is a, an occasion for you, you can have a full Magic Kingdom day if you do it like that. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I mean, as far as the fast pass system, I do see like the pros and cons of it. It's just, it's just the whole like you have to pay for it. Like I get it. But $15 is not terrible considering like all the things you're going to be able to get done. Whereas you know, without the fast pass lanes that we've been having sometimes in, in the higher volume days, you're going to stand in a line for a while and you're going to miss doing a lot of things. So it's just, it mm. does pay to kind of, it pays to pay sometimes. So anyways, yes. all right, so let's move to Epcot. So Epcot, the lightning lane 
selections that you would pay individually for are Frozen Ever After, which we could have guessed that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then obviously Remy's Ratatouille Ratatouille Adventure. Now, this is where we can talk about the pricing a little bit because I saw that you've added notes in here. So it looks like on 1019 when they launch this, um, it's going to be $9 for that. But then on 1023, it'll be $11 for that. So this is, I guess, how the prices are going to fluctuate depending on the season, right? High seasons are going to be a little bit more. Low seasons are probably going to be a little bit less. So yeah, $2 and- difference there. I don't understand why 9 and 11, it's like just make it like 10 and 12. but Or just make it 10 every day. But it's definitely, right. it, think, of, think of it like this. It's the same thing as when you're booking a resort. It's always cheaper on a Sunday through Thursday night than it is Friday and mm-hmm. Saturday. So the price difference right. there, $9 is a Tuesday. That $11 is a Saturday. So just like yeah. with everything else, just like going yep. to a movie at night is more expensive than going to a movie in the afternoon. It's the same concept, right? Yeah. Higher volume is going to be higher money. That's, that's just how it is. So $9 means per person would mean you don't have to wake up at 7 a.m. to join the boarding group necessarily. You probably mm. still want to wake up early to make sure you select that ride. We don't know how fast these attractions are going to, quote, sell out for the day. But I would imagine, and I could be wrong, I would imagine that the paid-for service will sell out more slowly than the free virtual boarding group. Right, so you can, right. By the way, any of these attractions we mentioned, you can still there's still a free option. You don't have to pay to play here. It's just that you would be saving time by spending some money. But it is interesting that they have the option alongside of the um, the boarding groups. The virtual, yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, that's interesting. Hmm. All right, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> so the Disney Genie Plus Lightning Lane selections for the $15 a day at Epcot is includes currently the Disney and Pixar Short Film Festival. Don't do it for that. Journey into Imagination with Figment usually has a 10-minute rate. Living with the Land. Come on now. What, what kind of list is this? Okay, Mission know, Space. Now we're bad. talking. Mission Space. We're getting there. Soarin', Spaceship Earth, Test Track, The Seas with Nemo and Friends, and Turtle Talk with Crush. This is an interesting list, but then I have to remind mm-hmm. myself, don't think of it as a whole park. Think of it as all of Disney World. Because right, I wouldn't, right. if it was just per park, I would not pay for it for Epcot because yeah, we've no. done Soren recently where it's been the 10 or 15 minute wait yeah. during the day. Like not, yeah. you know, granted it's a little different now because still we're not open to international travel, which is changing by the way. One of the things that's changing likely, you know, it's not up to Disney, but it sounds mm-hmm. like international travel might resume in November depending yep. where you're coming from and whatever. But, um, some of these attractions, I I wouldn't. I don't see the value in it. Um, however, doing yeah, if the you have a day pass, lane, yeah, if you have a day pass to Epcot, that's not a park hopper. I don't recommend it. I think mm. it would be. I think it would be easier if you really want to do Remy's or Frozen. Maybe you could pay for those. But I, I even think that's like just. I mean, try to get into the virtual queue, and then if not, then maybe pay for it if you can still add it on or whatever. But. Yeah, and that's the other part I think that's going to be interesting, right, is like most people are going to try to get into the virtual queue and then they'll make a decision whether or not they want to pay. So that'll yep. kind of be interesting. Like I the guess it's something you could add. You could add it whatever time you wanted to. You could pay for it whatever time you wanted to. So if it's like noon and you 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 know you didn't get the virtual queue and then you decide, well, let's just pay the whatever so that we can make sure we do this, then I guess you can hop on your app and pay for it then. But. Yeah, I think as long as there's spots available, so to speak, I think, yeah, I think it'll be up to whenever it runs out, if they, you know, quote, sell out or not. Yeah. All right, moving over to Hollywood Studios. So their Lightning Lane selections for the, the two attractions at Hollywood Studios you could pay for individually would be Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, another mm-hmm. kind of no-brainer. I kind of assume yeah. that. A great attraction, if you ask me. The other, of yes. course, is Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance. I feel like Hollywood mm-hmm. was an easy, an easy guess. Yeah. They advertised a starting rate of Rise of the Resistance to be fifteen dollars per person. Yeah. So this, of the ones of the prices they've mentioned, this is the most expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether or not you agree, it makes sense, right? From a business standpoint, it's the attraction. It's the hardest right. to get attraction the, the most popular attraction, now remind me sorry this is another question that i was like okay remind me when you pay the 15 dollars, you can ride it as many times as you want correct or is it it's just the one time that's a one time because i'm because yes. you're because doug mcdonald and beth mcdonald if something is not working <laughs> then we know it's not working guess who's getting to ride it again <laughs> yes <laughs> when it's yeah. working because correct the one time that's the one time we story. did it like the laser thing through the floor or whatever, the um, like when he put the lightsaber through the, the floor, lightsaber like that was the roof a, in that it room. wasn't working, and so we were like, yeah. we 
I've seen videos of this. I know that's supposed to be there and it wasn't. So I'm like, you best believe if everything's not working, I'll be riding that again. Yeah, or at least getting your money back, one of the two. $15, man. That's crazy. Yeah, Um, and of course, there is no virtual queue anymore for Rise of the Resistance, so it's a standby line only. But it has not been. It has not Not been as crazy as I thought it was going to be. So Not bad. Really. Um, As you're you're listing the attractions, I'm going to look up what the wait time is right now as we record this on a weekend, what Rise is. Yeah, yeah. All right, so for the Disney Genie Plus selection, so these are your $15 a day selections, we have Alien Swirling Saucers, Beauty and the Beast Live on Stage, Disney Junior Dance Party, For the First Time in Forever, A Frozen Sing-Along Celebration, recommend that one, Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular, which is returning December 19th, 2021, Uh, Millennium Falcon, Smuggler's Run, not worth it, Uh, Muppet Vision 3D, Rock and Roller Coaster, Slinky Dog Dash, Star Tours, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, and Toy Story Mania, Greg's favorite. My favorite. All right. You're ready to hear with the current wait time for Star Wars Rise of the Resistance as we record this in the middle of a day on a Saturday. It's 11.45. The current wait time is the ride is temporarily closed. (laughs) (laughs) And not a joke. It is actually, it's currently closed. So there you go. There you go. Whoopsie. Yeah. We'll check, so, we'll check back later and get back to you on that we'll one. We'll check back. <laughs> Please stand by. Um, so for Hollywood Studios, this is interesting because I, I, you know, I kind of were joking, but seriously, I love Toy Story Mania. I'm like, okay, if, I'm, if mm-hmm. I have like family in town or friends that are kind of visiting for the first time in forever, or this is like their one-shot deal, um, the $15 here could, could take you quite a long way in Hollywood Studios because yeah, Licky sure. Dog Dash is a, yep. is a high-priority attraction. And um, obviously the the other big ones, Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, mm-hmm. very popular rides. Yeah, I think it's worth it. I think it's worth yeah. it for sure there. Um, I'd probably, honestly, I really love the Alien Swirling Saucers too, but I, I just never really? want to wait for is them, the but I love them. They're just, yeah, the music is so fun. And it's not so much of like a swirling, like tea party type thing. Like yeah. you kind of like go back and forth and you just can't help but giggle. So <laughs> I think for us, that would be. Because we're we just have like certain things that we're like okay we got to get here so we can hit this 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 and this so for us it would yes. be like for us we would probably do it to um to get into Disney Hollywood Hollywood Studios and do like the four or five attractions that we really want to do and then we would hop over to Magic Kingdom and start hitting those so oh, for yeah. us I'm like okay it's worth it for the two of us for thirty bucks knowing that we could hit all this stuff and get in the fast pass for all of that. It would be great. Excuse me, Lightning yeah, Lane. A... It's going to be a long time for me to not say Fast Pass <laughs> and get used to saying Lightning Lane. That's actually a fun day. If you were to get this Disney Genie Plus for one day, mm-hmm. maybe rope drop Hollywood Studios, yes. get in all your stuff, pop over to Magic Kingdom for the next seven to eight hours, depending on when it closes, do mm-hmm. all of those rides, and then also watch the fireworks. You could yeah. really have like a full... This is not a... I feel like this sounds like an ad. Hashtag not a sponsor. Yeah. If you're going to do this, that sounds like the perfect day for me yeah. to use. For Disney us, Genie that's Plus. like, that would be an epic day for us. So, cause yeah. we, I mean, I've said this before. We pretty much always end up in magic kingdom just cause our, it's our favorite yeah. park. We go to a oh, park, yeah. we do what we want to do there. And then we're like, okay, great. We did it. Now we're going back to magic kingdom because we want to do all these things a million times. And then obviously the fireworks at night. So that's why it's harder for us to catch nighttime shows in other parks. Cause typically we're like, oh no, we're, we're back over at magic kingdom already. Yeah. Oops. We're back <laughs> um, on main street. Yeah. All right, let's go to the last park, which is Disney's Animal Kingdom. Um, your individual lightning lane selections, so these are your paid-for ones individually, are Avatar Flight of Passage and Expedition Everest. Um, and the Everest price on that is $7, which is not bad. That's what they advertise, yeah. It's still depending yeah. on day and season right, and depending on the whatever. Day. But... Which I highly recommend if, it, if you're not with a bunch of people. Everest, if there's a long wait, just go to the single rider line and it goes a lot oh, quicker. Yeah. But probably not one that we would pay for flight of passage i could see paying for um but yeah tell us what our other selections are the attractions listed in the 15 dollar day disney genie plus are celebration of the festival of the lion king so that's the modified version of festival of the lion king mm-hmm. dinosaur feathered friends in flight y'all want to see some birds for 15 dollars? <laughs> this is your see place some birds y'all yep <laughs> uh it's tough to be a bug cali river rapids kilimanjaro safaris navi river journey and the animation experience yeah. so in the grand tradition of keeping Animal Kingdom Park a half-day park, if you have a park hopper, mm-hmm. definitely yep. if you're paying the 15 make this part of your day and go somewhere else to maximize yeah. your $15. Otherwise, do you think it's worth it to do it if you're just there for the day? I don't think I don't, so. Sorry. Maybe if you had we, kids. Like, maybe if you had little little ones and you just didn't really want to wait in lines, I would say that probably... little screamers with you? 
Yeah, but otherwise, I don't think it's worth it. I would just in maybe opinion, pay because no. most people are like, I really want to do flight of passage. Like people who haven't been in years, they're like, oh, I really want to do this. So that's where I'd be like, okay, I wouldn't get the fifteen dollar one unless you have a park hopper. If you're just in that park for the day, I would pay to do. Make sure you do that attraction because I have had friends over the summer that hadn't been to Disney in forever or ever been. And they were like, I want to do this. And most of it was uh, rise of the resistance and they weren't yeah. able to do it. And so it was like, ah, oh, that was like the one thing they wanted to do and they couldn't do it. So sometimes it is worth it, but um, yeah. obviously we're all learning and we're all going to be moving through and seeing how this, you know, how it all pans out. But, and we'll be talking more about it. I'm sure moving forward. Yes. So, Let's move on from Disney Genie, Disney Genie Plus, and the mm-hmm. a la carte Lightning Lane options into the more general stuff. What's going on at Walt Disney World that's new, um, specifically like what's going on this month, next month, and a little bit of into December. I know December starts the winter, but not mm-hmm. until December like 20th, 21st, right? So we're calling this our fall 2021 edition of what's new mm-hmm. in Walt Disney World. Things have changed over the last couple of months. Some things have returned from how they kind of used to be or maybe in a modified version. Some things are new and some things are still closed because I still got questions like, hey, is Tron open yet? Right. It's not. Surely is not open. Surely is not. We have no date for that. <laughs> yes. And by the way, we assume when Tron opens, that's replacing Space Mountain in the list of two attractions for the Lightning oh, Lane yeah, a la carte. Oh, yeah, for sure. Has for to, sure. right? That would be insane. Okay. So just some general, I uh, figure we'll go park by park and then we'll talk about some more like okay. other, either, either resorts or kind of random stuff that's new or different in fall of 2021. So some of these are bigger than others. And this one maybe is not a big one, but it's a cool like streetmosphere kind of if thing. If you are nostalgic, if you are nostalgic. Yes. For you, that nostalgic main street kind of classic vibe, the piano player is back at Casey's Corner. I was yeah. listening to him tickle those ivories. Mm-hmm. What an old time phrase. I'm so sorry I said that. It's weird. So cliche. Weird. He was he was out there pounding away at the piano uh, at Casey's Corner the night, and it was nice. It was nice to hear. Yeah. You know what's one of those things that I feel like is going to make me cry is when the uh the, when the train's back up and running. Oof! When you hear the steam train. I thought of, yeah, I thought about go. that at um for Disneyland Paris was like oh they have a train like their trains running it's not that big of a deal but i'm like but their trains running and i haven't been in a park and heard the train in years so that'll be one of those like nostalgic things when it comes back it'll be a are you ready for a miracle (laughs) um anyways moving on okay the next thing that's available is the castle stage welcome show so this is let the magic begin this is where you're going to go down main street everyone's waiting for all of the lands to open up and they kind of welcome you to the park for the morning so uh, Mickey and Minnie come out and they're in their 50th garb. It's great. It's magical. It's offered. <laughs> yes. And they're in their, yeah, they're in their 50th little outfits. They're nice, shiny, iridescent things. Yeah, because I think most most people, I, I get this question a lot. Um, people who haven't been in a long time. They don't realize you can actually get into the park earlier. It's just you can't get into the lands. So you can actually walk yep. down Main Street before the park opens. You can go get, um, you go into the confectionery. Starbucks. You can go get Starbucks. Like, they let you kind of move into the hub, essentially, um, before all the lands open up. And so this is sort of their way. Whereas before, everybody was outside of the gate. They would do a show up on the train station. They don't do that anymore. It's like inside the park. That's a really nice way of setting of saying they let you spend your money before the park is yes, open. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Which I can't remember. You- do you remember what time they actually open those gates there? It's at Every least morning? a half an hour before, depending okay. on the day. So. One th- one of the many tools to doing this park pass reservation system is that Disney knows, generally speaking, they have an idea of how many guests they're expecting in the park, more than just data from the past, like historical data. So mm-hmm. I would assume on days when they're expecting more, it's probably going to open a little early. You know, on the f- on the first, on October first, those gates were open up oh, yes. much earlier than usual, yeah, because they don't want people queuing up outside the park because it's mm-hmm. kind of a hazard. So I would say just. Maybe arrive. I feel like it's usually like thirty plus. minutes to an hour. It could be thirty yeah, minutes I would, to an that's hour a, when they a safe pocket of time. Yeah. Um, one of the many entertainment options coming back to all four parks includes two specific character. I guess you can call it meet and greets, but it's a modified meet and greet experience here. So the Disney Fairy Tale Hall and Town Square Theater are reopening. I would say keep your eyes on the My Disney Experience app to see when it actually officially opens, but they did announce it is coming back for fall. So the Princess Fairy Tale Hall is over in Fantasyland, just behind the castle. Used to be the Snow White Scary Adventure. If it's been a while since you've been to Magic Kingdom, like a long time. Or, mm-hmm. uh, of course, Town Square Mickey is right there, right when you walk in, off to the right. 
and Mickey will be in his 50th anniversary outfit for the next mm-hmm. 18 months yeah. when you meet him there at Town Square Theater. And they did say that it won't be an autograph experience or a hug experience. You'll still be able right. to get an individual photo, and you'll have your one-on-one interaction time, which Nicole is excited about, my wife Nicole, mostly whenever she can get a Donald one. No announced right. Donald experience, but She's still like, excuse me. <laughs> Where's Donnie? Um, Mickey's Philhar Magic is closed now through November 11th, but on November in sorry in November it will reopen with a cocoa scene and enhanced quality video. Yay! Can we get a clap for that? The enhanced a quality clap. video it needed yes. it so bad. It was one of it those like it. it doesn't matter where you sit. Like I feel like I'm gonna yarf by the end of it because the <laughs> the quality of the 3D is so bad. So back open in November, redone the cocoa scene. I can't wait to see that. Um, so yeah. that's another thing to look for. I'm looking forward to it. I needed a little update, a little little mm-hmm. life into it, injected into it. Um, so there are a couple of places across property that have updated their menu, and we're not going to go through all of them. I would say just look on the My Disney Experience app. But I think at this point, we all know Cosmic Rays is near and dear to my heart, and it's mm-hmm. right there in the middle of maybe my favorite land in Magic Kingdom. So I wanted to highlight it because it's one of many places that have um, new menu items for the 50th that are centered around some historical parts of Disney World. Um, I mean, it's a little less historical, but they have, they changed their burger to the Mission to Mars burger because Mission to mm. Mars was an attraction that used to be in Tomorrowland. Yeah. So those kind of fun things. But they've also added a, a, a barbecue chicken sandwich, which is a really minute detail here. But I often struggle when I go to Cosmic Rays because I love the atmosphere in there. They play the Tomorrowland background music, like right there. You can hear it. You can see the castle or sunny eclipse. Is it obvious that it's one of my favorite places to hang out? <laughs> but um, I don't want to have a burger all the time, and I don't always want to have yeah. a chicken finger option. So they added a um, a grilled chicken barbecue like chunk sandwich, and it's actually mm. like maybe they don't describe it as a barbecue as chunk, a chunk sandwich. It's not a chunk. I it's meant just to a say it's like chicken sandwich. Yeah, it's well, no, it's like it's chopped up grilled. chicken though on it. So oh, yeah, it's okay. not okay. it's not quite like a chick like a grilled chicken breast. It is cubed up basically. So but anyway. Sh- is it cubed or shredded? Is it shredded It's chicken? not pulled. Yeah, it's not pulled okay. or, or shredded. It's just kind of okay. chunks of uh, chicken. But it's good. It has a has barbecue sauce, kale, and a nice bun, and I always dip it in their ranch there. But it's a, it's a nice touch for me, and I like it. But they also have the 1971 meal. Obviously, we know 1971, 50 years mm-hmm. ago when the park opened up. It is a barbecue chicken sandwich, like I just mentioned, served with Walt's chili and cheese fries, a drink, Ooh. a 50th anniversary-themed cake pop. And oh. obviously, the price for this meal is $19.71. So if you ever wanted to quantify exactly how much it would cost to eat something and immediately run to the bathroom, <laughs> that price is $19.71. It's a lot Mac of food and for diarrhea. one person. <laughs> yes. Mac and diarrhea. The magic is here, guys, and you can flush it away. For Disney prices, 20 bucks is not bad for that. Um, that's so a I'll whole give meal them, too I'll give you know them that. i'll give them that yeah. i'm like could you guys not offer that for like they do at the masters where all the food is the same price as when the masters first started yes. did, did you know about that well no but like i've heard of that kind of thing before like you yeah, know like at the, when you go to the ma- or... yeah when you go to the masters it's like a quarter for a hot dog or whatever it is like it everything is the price of when it opens so yeah like they'll do anyway. that in ballparks and stuff but yeah. as a quick note so this 20 another meal if you think about it it's the sandwich Loaded fries because they're mm-hmm. chili, which is kind of its own meal. This is a really splittable meal, so to speak. Drinks and a right? dessert. Could, yeah, you get the one drink and the dessert, but like you can ask for a separate cup. I feel like this is a mm-hmm. great like get this on one small side and you have a whole meal for two people. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, the next thing is that the confectionery has been refurbished and it's open. There's an island in the middle mm-hmm. now with the display case where you can get things. Um, and there's so much room in there. I'm excited to see it in person just to see kind of how it's changed. Um, they yes. now have a popcorn counter. It's called Colonel Kitchen. It's where you get to go and you pick your popcorn, you pick a syrup, and then they like pick candies and stuff like that to mix in with it, um, which is just a really cool new feature that they have. It looks gorgeous from the photos I've seen. I know you've been oh, there yeah. in person, um, but that is something new to check out if you like the confectionery. I usually go in to get my caramel apples before we leave. That's my yeah. favorite. Well, one of the struggles I had with the confectionery is you'd go to get something from the case line, you know, from the display case, but it's in the back corner of the store and you couldn't see through yeah. the crowd of people. So right. now it's like a 360 degree viewing mm-hmm. of it. You can just walk up and you don't pay there. You take it from them and you go to a register and pay. So yeah, it keeps the nice. flow of the people going so mm-hmm. much more quickly. And then what used to be the old hat store in the back, that's where that popcorn kitchen areas are kind of like that weird hallway that was between the yeah. confectionery and the hat store, you know, where like that old yeah. phone used to be where you'd pick up and have the audio that like that little hallway. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's all kinds of popcorn and mixins and stuff. And of course, the confectionery is sponsored by Mars. So the candy in there, the Mars brands of, of candy. 
Yeah. Right next to the confectionery is the vault shop. So they refurbed the cinema art store. This is the store that has the really strong air conditioning vents. Mm -hmm. Every now and then you'll see me standing underneath it and I'll post a photo (laughs) of like, guys, this is is where it's at. If you need to be blown away by cold air. And the vents are still working. When you walk in, you feel like you're in a photo shoot. (laughs) Oh, it's great. Yes, you're in a Beyonce music video with the wind blowing in your hair if you have hair. mm, mm. So um, they took over the space. It is the vault shop. I don't know how long the vault shop is going to be open. I've gotten some questions about that. My guess is since they kind of refurbed the store, it's probably there to stay for a while. I would venture the guest to say it's safe for fall of 2021 because they even added like the old ticket books like we talked about in our 50th anniversary where it was an A and a B and a C and a D and an E ticket. Those are all like hanging from the ceiling. So they, they put a little work into this. There's a big giant Mr. Toad statue yes. right there in the middle. No, wait to get my picture with the Mr. To Toad. Toad Hall. Yes. Oh, you got to do it. It's cool. It's a nice touch, especially if you you know are aware of these things. And that's where they sell, um, obviously, merchandise from the vault shop. So the, the vintage, old school, when things opened, merchandise. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have the new 50th anniversary statues. So these are like all spread out throughout the park. Um, it's kind of like a treasure hunt almost. I wish they would sort of make that, um, you know, like a uh, scavenger hunt for kids. I feel like they could turn that yeah. into that easily because they don't really do those anymore. Um, but yeah, they're spread out around. They're gold. They're gorgeous. I can't wait to see them as well. And they are, some of them are pretty hidden. The Tinkerbell one, I would say if you're like, don't forget Tinkerbell is small in nature, but if you don't know where it is, you will walk right by it. And I've, mm. I walked by it so many times until this past visit. And I know Disney announced the Magic Band Plus. That's not coming Mm -hmm. fall of 2021, but they did say they'd interact with these statues. So it'll almost be like a makeshift scavenger hunt, so to speak, or kind of create your own. So who knows? We talked about the new fireworks show, Enchanted, kind of last week and this week. But I will say that one of the new things across all four parks is the nightly beacon lighting on Cinderella Mm. Castle. So all four parks have their park icon. Obviously, in Magic Kingdom, the icon is Cinderella Castle. And we saw it in person. We heard it. And it's it's a nice little touch. It's not a big grand show. Don't go into it thinking it's like the old school, the music memories in you or the magic memories in you, whatever that thing was called. It's not a mm-hmm. show. Yeah. It's just a little nod to the history of Disney, where the magic is, and thanking everyone for celebrating 50 years of the magic. Yes. So good. Uh, the next thing is that the A Pirate's Adventure Treasures of the Seven Seas is reopened. Yay! Kids kids everywhere rejoice. Um, so this yes. is, it currently runs from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. It's no extra cost, and it still takes about 20 minutes to complete the five missions, but it's like the little pirate scavenger hunt, if you will. So it's that cool. is back open, up and running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. The, uh, the interaction, yeah, like the interaction part of it is pretty cool, like, um, it's fun to kind of like hang around in that area and watch people do it. Cause you're like, oh, something's happening over there. And it's cause they're doing, yes. that's what they're doing. It you're like, what is that? It's mind. the pirates adventure treasures of the seven seas. It blew my mind the first time we did it because you put your magic band to the designated spots that you probably don't even notice. Cause you just walk right by them. Cause you don't have yeah. this treasure map in front of you. And when you do it, things happen. Cannons fire mm-hmm. off. Things spit yeah. out water. Like it's, it's like truly interactive. Like it's smoke really cool. and stuff comes out. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, over in Frontierland, the Shootin' Arcade has reopened, and it's been set to free play, so they're yeah. not charging you to fire guns. Instead, they're charging you to go on Space Mountain if you want to cut right. the line. But the <laughs> guns over at the Shootin' Arcade, because you know hashtag America, are free. Mm-hmm. They are free. I'm to do that. I will have to say that's probably one thing I have never done before, so I'm going to try that out and be like, Doug, we're going to take a minute and do it. Do um, the last, Yes, right. The last couple things we want to mention, um, these things are... so the. The train, right? The railway is still closed. Um, Tron is still not open yet. We do not have a date for that. You know, where they have given us kind of a date for Guardians of the Galaxy or a year, shall I say, they have not given us any of that for Tron. So we're still holding out. Not sure what the holdup is. It could be a million things at this point. But um, yeah, of course, obviously, when they announce that stuff, we will let you guys know. But as of right now, it is still closed. Still closed. All right, let's hop on over to the construction, I'm sorry, to the Park Epcot (laughs) and uh, talk about some entertainment that's back. The Taiko Drummer, Taiko? The drummers of Matsuritsa in Japan are back. They're very popular, Mm -hmm. I noticed on Instagram. When they came back, people were all about it. So something to know, you get some kind of, you have a little more immersion happening over there in Japan. 
obviously the big thing there, uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is open. Uh, it's an amazing little area over there. The virtual queue opens at 7 a.m. and then again at 1 p.m. So you do not have to be on resort. You do not have to be like in the park for that. You can go on and try to get your um, your reservation even if you're not there. So the virtual queue, 7 a.m., 1 p.m. Obviously, it's fun for everybody. This is the newest ride that's open. So that's the new big thing over there. Yes. And a clarification. You can be anywhere for the 7, but you have to be in the park for the 1 o'clock. Okay. And they know that because you checked in with your band. Because I've done it before where I was Mm. physically near the park, but I hadn't tapped my magic band in. This is for Rise of the Resistance. And it knew it. And so you have to be checked, quote, checked into the park. They were like, you're not even in this park, Greg. (laughs) It it was shaking its finger at me in shame. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Club Cool is open. So it has reopened Mm -hmm. at Epcot. And right next door, the Creation Shop is open as all. I know we talked about that a few episodes ago. So yes, Mm -hmm. those are open. Feel free to have your sodas around the world and then do a little shopping in what used to be Mouse Gear right next to it. Uh, The next thing is Space 220 is open. The restaurant is open where you can go up into space and dine there. Um, That is another new experience that is currently up and running. So if you'd like to do that, you can check it out. Yes. I feel like at this point, we all know Harmonious has started, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) We talked about it last week on our thoughts on it. Saw it in person. we We also have listeners who probably have no idea. So we're talking to everyone as if. They don't know that these things exist. Harmonious, everyone. It is it the exists. new. It is the new nighttime spectacular in Epcot. In the what is the lagoon there called? It's the World, World Showcase? Showcase Lagoon. Lagoon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Obviously, uh, following the Harmonious is the nightly beacon lighting of Spaceship Earth, as we talked about. I think this is probably the coolest one. One of the coolest ones. It's so bright. I'm like, how have they not done this before? Um, but it is like when they do their little ceremony thing and it lights up. It is super cool. Super cool. Can I tell you, I um, I saw it from across the pond when we watched mm-hmm. Harmonies for the first time. And I was like, it is so ugly. It looked like <laughs> a float in the water pageant that goes around Seven Seas Lagoon in front of Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Or it looks it looked like a float from the old Spectra Magic or Main Street Electrical Parade. I was like, they spent all that money on that. And it wasn't until I went and saw it up close, like maybe mm-hmm. a, a couple of nights later, it's breathtaking. It is beautiful. Yeah. And I feel so silly having that first opinion. So if you've only seen kind of low quality from afar photos, please head over to our Instagram mm-hmm. uh, at that park life podcast. Cause I put a reel of there of what it's like when they light it. Also um, a kind of higher quality photo of it. It is so, so, so pretty. You need to go over there, be there when they light it, check out the mm-hmm. app in the entertainment section for the nightly listings of when they light it. Cause it's, it's so beautiful. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. The yeah. big ride, the big attraction that we're all waiting for, the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, not opening for fall of 2021. We know that's coming in 2022. We get that question a lot. So no, not open yet, mm-hmm. but it is coming. It's on its way. It could be December 31st, 2022, but it will be Who in knows? 2022. We don't yes. know. <laughs> they did promise. All right, let's move over to Hollywood Studios. So what's new in Hollywood Studios? The Rise of the Resistance is now standby only. We've talked about this. Um, they take they took away the virtual queue, so you don't have to stress about that anymore. It is standby only. Later in the day seems to be the best time to go do that right now. The wait times have not been crazy, Mm-mm. as you would think. I think um, Flight of Passage kind of scared everybody because that was the ride that opened, and it was just, like, atrocious. Um, I feel like yes. that's the ride that kind of, like, pushed them to do the virtual queue. But this ride really has not been bad. So, you know, don't freak out. You can still do it. And then obviously, if you want to make sure, you can pay for it now. Starting October 19th. (laughs) Starting November 7th, the Disney Movie Magic returns. That's the nighttime experience where they go through Disney live action films. They're projecting it out there on the Chinese theater in the middle of Hollywood Studios. And when it debuts or or when it returns... On November 7th, they're also including a new sequence from the live-action Mulan movie. So a little something new in there. Yeah. Uh, we do know now that the entertainment of the Indiana Jones show will be returning. So that is something that's going to be coming back. So I can't remember. Did they have a date on that one? On that Yeah, article? not until middle or late December. Okay. So it will be coming back. I mean, obviously, it's not fall-fall, but be looking for that for some other entertainment. And one last thing, and I brought a little clip of this because it's cool. I didn't capture audio from every nightly beacon lighting, but this one's a little different because, you know, if you think of Tower of Terror, you don't really think of Beacon of Hope because Mm -hmm. the inside of the attraction is, you know, 
Terra. It's the Tower <laughs> yeah. of Terra. So um, here's a little audio of what it sounds like if you're wondering when they're lighting these icons and they're kind of giving their nods to the 50th. This is what the Hollywood Studios version sounds like. magic for you the down most Sunset magical Boulevard. place on earth that'll be the new thing we talk about it like kind of yes. gets stuck in your head the most it magical does. place on um also those projections are amazing from the top of it where it shows people dancing like in the windows yeah. i'm like oh, so cool that's a cool one yeah um, we posted right. that on tiktok and it has like yeah we don't post a lot on TikTok, we're famous okay? but that particular <laughs> tiktok has like 60 plus thousand views all yeah. and the one before that has like 900 so i don't i don't yeah. know go figure I mean, you know, we're amazing. Anyways, um, yes. our last park that we're going to talk about before we get to resorts and some other things is Animal Kingdom. So the music of Chakranadi and Cora Tinga Tinga have returned to the streets of Harambe in Africa. I think I said that right. Did I say that right? If I didn't, I'm sorry. I, you know what? Sounds good to me. It's a little street atmosphere there. Chakranadi? Chakranadi? Yes. I don't know. Sh- Chakranadi. Yeah. If you've seen anything on Instagram and TikTok, you've seen that Kite Tales <laughs> is also a thing. And one thing I'll mention, you probably see a lot of videos of the kites or the floats, we're going to call them crashing, but they're supposed to crash. That's how they, that's how they return to base. And I didn't know that at first. I was like, wow, mm-hmm. I can't believe this multi-billion dollar operation yeah. came up with this thing and they can't keep, people are only sharing clips of right, them crashing. Right. So it's funny, now, but just know they're supposed to do that. I have seen some where they were trying to start the show and they oh, yes. crashed. Ooh. So that was not like, that's not how it's supposed to go, but I'm like, correct. Man, I can only imagine because I was like, if there's no air, right? Like if there's no wind in the park at that time, yeah. I'm sure it's a little bit harder. So, yes, um, they also over there have their nightly beacon lighting of the Tree of Life. So that is another new one to look for. Uh, we don't have a clip from that. Sorry, guys. But I can imagine <laughs> it's gorgeous. Yes. Uh, Tusker House returned a little while ago. It is a character dining experience once again, and it is family style. I'm going to say for now. I don't think okay. that every family style option is going to remain that way, but it is a really popular restaurant in Animal Kingdom, so we wanted to make sure you know that it is open. Same old food, basically, and mm-hmm. the characters are there as well. Yeah, I had to laugh because the mouselets, like, they had a breakfast reservation, but then they got there and they were like, oh, it's lunch. <laughs> <laughs> they thought it was breakfast and then it ended up being lunch. Um, but it's it's interesting to see it because where they had the buffet, now they just have tables, so that's kind of where they changed yep. it. Um, but it's one of our favorites, so I thought it was worth a mention. Uh, the festival of the lion king as you know is open but it's a modified experience we don't know if they're going to go back to the regular now it's like the celebration of the festival of the lion king so that's just their way of saying like hey this is a different version of this it's not what it was before um but just to you know mental note of that one it's still good we still love it yeah one of the two shows festival of the lion king is open but the other finding nemo the musical Mm -hmm. is not open it did not survive the pandemic so to speak however disney did announce that they are reimagining it I think mm-hmm. potentially opening up next year, but they didn't, I don't think they really gave a firm time on that. Yeah. Don't expect to see that when you go to Animal Kingdom. And from November 1st through the middle of December, the Cali River Rapids attraction is going under refurbishment there. So about a six or seven week period where the Cali River Rapids attraction will not be open in Animal Kingdom. Okay. All right, let's move to some resorts. So I'm just going to kind of like cover these first three things and I'm going to let you talk about your favorite place. Uh, But basically the Disney's Port Orleans uh, Riverside and French Quarter are opening back up. So Riverside is opening on October 14th and the French Quarter is going to reopen on October 28th. And then with that is the return of the Sasagula Riverboats. So we've talked about those in our episodes about the resorts. And you can get to Disney Springs, Saratoga, 
Old Key West and the Port Orleans resorts from that. Sasagula. Yes. There's Sasagula. a murder in Savannah. That's what it always reminds me of. <laughs> so if you're staying at either of those two resorts, or if you're visiting Disney Springs, or if you're staying at Old Key West or Saratoga Springs Resort, hop on that boat, head over to the Port Orleans resorts, because with the open of these two resorts means you get your beignets back yeah. over at French Quarter. And it is the, that's your place to get some deep fried dough with some powdered sugar on top. Mm-hmm. Plus, mm-hmm. their uh, quick service options have some interesting items over there. And the gift shop over at Port Orleans Riverside is one of our is one of my and Nicole's favorite gift shops. Um, I don't know what it is. We just always find mm-hmm. good stuff over good stuff. there at the Riverside. Something to put on your radar. But all of the things happening at the resorts. In addition to the character caravan driving around resort to resort, which they've been doing, but something new for fall of 2021, they'll be visiting in their 50th anniversary uh, mm-hmm. attire. So keep your eyes peeled for the... How many, let's let's play a game. It's a drinking game, guys. Okay. Every time Greg says, keep your eyes peeled, you have to take a shot. And I'm so sorry that you're going to be drunk at the end of all these episodes. So in out. addition to that, one specific thing at one of the resorts happening for the 50th, and I thought for a second that the clowns at the Contemporary were walking on thin ice, but it turns out they did not remove the peanut butter pie from their menu. Instead, the Contempo Cafe has two different peanut butter pie options. One is the peanut butter pie classic. Okay. Thank God I can put I can put my torch out, don't need to storm the building. <laughs> In addition to that, they're offering a 50th anniversary peanut butter banana pie. It's a tart mm. shell filled with peanut butter mousse and banana sauce topped with chocolate glaze and chocolate decor decor because when i saw that i was like these mother effers are taking away my peanut butter pie and it turns out they're not you're like banana who wants banana i just i um i don't love banana and peanut butter i like peanut butter banana chocolate protein shakes so maybe this will actually be i don't know i I might actually like this i i would be willing to like purchase it and try it and so that we could figure it out if it's good or not all right maybe if you're here at some point we'll do it together and we'll yeah. go through it, and we'll see if I like it or don't like this new version. Don't you don't need to update my peanut butter pie. It's literally perfect the way that it is. Kind of yeah. like have lemon. Fix it if it ain't broke. Yes, right. Okay. In other news, we just have a couple other things. One that I just thought of um, that I want to mention is because uh, it's not in our notes, but there is a new fiftieth float in the. Uh, the float parade that goes across the the, the lake. electrical water pageant. Yeah, the electrical yes. water pageant. There's a new 50th float. I did see some people posting about that, and I was like, oh, there's a new thing. Yeah. So check that out. Float. If you're, like, leaving the park or you, you, you do end up seeing that come across. There's also plenty of 50th merchandise. Um, I know we gave away our pin last week. We're giving a little small set of 50th merchandise away with this episode. You probably know it if you're trying to get it and you haven't mm-hmm. been here and you're waiting for it to appear on Shop Disney. Dot com. I did see some some items, including the coveted Starbucks tumbler that everyone tried to get their hands on, and we're literally fighting over in the middle mm-hmm. of the Emporium in, in Main Street on Magic Kingdom. But um, it is available uh, at oh. certain points. You know, yeah. here, <laughs> take a shot. Uh, keep your eyes peeled on shopdisney.com <laughs> for 50th merchandise because yeah. it's it, it comes and goes on there. Yeah, and the merchandise, um, some of it's like hasn't even been released yet. So they are releasing things like as time goes on. So it's in not waves. a they yeah. didn't they didn't let everything go at the same time. It's going to be in waves. So some things we haven't even seen yet. So keep your eyes peeled. Yep. Take a shot on that. There um, it is. Yeah, keep your eyes peeled. I'm gonna have to like adopt that now. So keep your eyes peeled, <laughs> guys. Keep your eyes peeled. Did you? If you're not drunk, you should be by totally now. Totally peeled. Hold them open. <laughs> I'm doing uh, it. Is this freaky for you, Beth? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> no, it was freaky when you leaned forward or earlier and you got really close to the camera. I was like, oh, okay. It was like a fishbowl lens. <laughs> okay, now I'm freaked out. Okay. And there's also some stuff for the uh, for annual pass holders as well. Um, they're changing the light sequence that happens on the little turnstile, which I know like DB- yeah. Disney Vacation Club members have their own, mm-hmm. but they're creating a light and sound sequence for annual pass holders um, you know, as you tap your magic band or your phone, if you're doing the magic mobile to the, um, to the, you know, the entry gate there, you'll have a little, a little zhuzh happening for yeah, you. It's for the, the little the things. I'll never forget when we, when we first heard the Haunted Mansion, when we were like, oh, magical moment, you know, it's like, move on, move on. But we were like, no, but did you just hear that? It, it was different. Yes. Like when you use the Haunted Mansion magic band in the Haunted Mansion, it changes. Um, but yeah. And along with that is the 50th annual pass holder cards. So, you know, 
typically when you get oh, an yeah. annual pass holder card, it's like that yellow with the Mickey face on it. But this year for the 50th, they look different and they're gorgeous. I just love the color scheme. I don't know. I'm just really into the whole color scheme that they did. Because it, yeah, it's not it's, like it's a really nice. 25th anniversary birthday cake color scheme. It's more of a magical, yes. soft palette color scheme. So yes. <laughs> I appreciate it. It is nice. Um, so that's that's what's going on. What's new in Walt Disney World fall of 2021? Um, hopefully that was some information for you as you're planning your trip. And hopefully you're coming down soon because there's a lot of stuff going on for the 50th mm-hmm. and things that are new. Yeah. And if you see something else new that we haven't mentioned, like, let us know. We want to hear about it. We'll talk about it on the podcast. Um, but because there's just so much stuff. Like, we'll see people posting things. And we're like, oh, I didn't see that. Yes. or Oh, I didn't know that existed. So let us know. Yes. And as I'm out there visiting the parks as often as I humanly can, around our work and po- around my work and, and our podcast recording schedule. Mm-hmm. I'll try to post as much as I can about what's new, what's going on out there in the parks. So make sure you're following us on Instagram at that park life podcast. I figure maybe we don't really need to do a whole lot of news today. I feel like we just covered a bunch of what wound that up being a lot some of news. news nugs. So no, yeah. no news nugs today, but before we hop into our history, shout out to Stephanie over at world traveler trading co, who mm-hmm. was just down here yeah, to help celebrate the, the most magical celebration on earth. The most magical place on earth. Is that right? Sorry. Was that yes. it? <laughs> it is. And their song goes in to talk about answering the call, but I didn't put that part mm-hmm. in there. It's a bit yeah. of a downer, but it is a cool thing. So uh, Stephanie, of course, is running the World Traveler Trading Etsy store. A link to her store in this episode description. Of course, we always put the link in our show notes. Um, it is home to all sorts of Disney-themed key fobs. Mm-hmm keychain things lip balm holders ear holders dog collars all these awesome things so make sure you're visiting her store and using our special discount code that park life and you can use that code to save yourself a little money when you do your shopping over there at world traveler trading co and now for some disney history as always brought to you in partnership with the mouselets who are also just here at disney world and if you haven't already seen their mm-hmm. line of new bags you gotta check it out yeah, I've been eyeing that uh, monorail bag, that monorail fanny pack. It's pretty legit. I've been eyeing it. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take us back to 1982 when the newly opened Epcot Center, um, with the newly opened Epcot Center. Sorry, the American Adventure Pavilion opened. They had their official opening ceremony. Um, it was a single large building designed in the colonial style. It contained the American Adventure Show and the Hall of Flags exhibit. Um, the Adventure Show, which is narrated by audio animatronic figures of Benjamin Franklin and Mark Twain took guests take guests on a trip through america's history and then across from the pavilion is the american gardens theater which is obviously the outdoor theater which they have a bunch of concerts and stuff like that i'll take us back to the year 2010 not too far from the american pavilion in epcot over at the yacht and beach club for a free pin trading event that was to kick off the second decade of pin trading at disney world pin trading started at disney as part of the millennium celebration only supposed to last about a year but they have this big old event in 2010, inspired by the Olympic mm. Games, apparently there was a lot of pin swapping going on there uh, for the original inspiration of it, and they continued on for this second decade of pin trading, which was now 11 years ago. So we're 21 years into pin trading at Disney. Before we end our episode, of course, as always, we have a quote coming your way. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we are at That Park Life Podcast, or my personal account is at the Disney Greg. Or if you're a robot and you want to follow me at the real Beth McDonald, apparently a lot of them have been doing that lately. I've never had that <laughs> issue, but lately I've been getting all these bots. I'm like, this is not a all real spams. Unless I'm like somebody posted something about me and I'm just getting a lot of follows from it. I'm like, these all seem because it's like the something and they have pictures like real pictures of people. But I'm like, pretty sure these are all bots. So anyways, if you want to follow along with me, hmm. the real Beth McDonald. Man. If you're a bot, can you at least like just try to find a way to like spam up our downloads for our podcast? Right, episodes? I would love like, that. Make, make yourself make our useful, numbers bot. better. <laughs> Jeez. Um, if you like what you heard today and you're in fact a real human, head over to <laughs> iTunes, leave us a review over there, or a like and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you listen to. But of course, a nice review on iTunes makes us more discoverable mm-hmm. when people out there are searching for Disney podcasts. So if you like us and you want to share us, feel free to do that. Um, you can also follow us on TikTok with the same username at that Park Life Podcast. If you want to send a little magic gram to someone you know who needs a little extra pixie dust sent their way, it's free for you, free for them. You can put in the request on our website. You can also put it in. You can also submit a magical cast member moment 
that you want us to share on the episode on episodes. You know, we haven't really gotten any of those lately. So either I no know. one's having a magical cast member moment or no one wants to share about it. Especially after the 50th. I'm like, no one had a magical cast member moment. Seriously? No one's yeah. had a moment with anyone yet. Like no one's cried happy tears with a cast member yet. All right. Maybe we need... Basically like, what we're Disney, saying is... We know Disney's listening to this. Disney, you need to step up your game. <laughs> yes. Basically what we're saying is you're a bunch of liars. You're, you definitely have had some magical cast member moments. Come on, guys. Um, our website is thatparklifepodcast.com com if you want to submit your magical moment or request a magic gram there as well okay no further ado a little quote coming to you from beauty and the beast from the wise mrs potts i always say when i'm down get me Ange, get me angela lansbury i need a little i need a little uplifting moment here so mrs potts once said you don't lose hope love if you do you lose everything so with that, we will talk to you next week. Thanks for hanging out with us for some What's New in Walt Disney World mm-hmm. Fall of 2021. Hopefully you learned some things, taken some notes, and you're all excited to come here on your next vacation. See you guys next week. All right. Bye, everyone. The most magical.